You are listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. I'm Mike Nikolich for Chirp Radio. Robert Dean was one of the founding members of British New Romantic Band Japan. He left Japan after their fourth LP, moving to America to play with Viva Beat and later Gary Newman. A few years later, he moved to Australia to play lead guitar for the Slow Club. More than 20 years ago, he retired from music, moved to Costa Rica, and became an acclaimed bird illustrator. In 2019, he reemerged on the music scene with his latest project, Light of Day. Robert, it's nice to meet you. So how does an Englishman wind up in a place like Monteverde, Costa Rica? I was just backpacking. I started in um, Los Angeles. I have friends there and I used to live there. And um, I just started backpacking through Central America and I got this far. And I had no plan, really. I, I didn't know how long I was going to be away for, whether it was going to be... I figured six months to two years I was going to be traveling through Latin America. And um, and when I got to Costa Rica, I, I kind of fell into a situation where where um, I agreed to help this, this woman called Karen Monson, who founded Cabo Blanco, which was the first national park in Costa Rica. She had these little cabins on the beach in Montezuma. We we used to sit and talk at, at, in the evenings, and um, she knew that I was just backpacking I didn't really have any plan and she asked if I would stay and help her look after her place she paid me and so I did that for like uh, a year and then Montezuma is a very small place and uh, you get to know everybody you know and one of the main hotels there asked me to manage their hotel so I did that for like five years and just one thing after another and then I got into birding during that time and then I started painting, and you know, it just all changes. So, Robert, if you, you allow it to. Yeah, are you a classically trained illustrator, or did you just start illustrating? No. No, I'm not classically trained at all. It's just, you know, I mean, I, you know, I did, I did art at school, and I was okay at it. You know, I was pretty good at it. But when I became a musician, I, I stopped painting completely. It only just, you know, it was only when I came to Costa Rica, and I thought, well, um, I was in San Jose one day and I thought to myself, oh, I think I'll buy some watercolors, see if I can, you know, paint <laughs> again. <laughs> so I started painting and that's how it happened. That's an amazing story, actually. Just one of those things. Yeah, well, you're, you're funny Sorry? because you're, well, you're, you're so nonchalant about it, but that's a big deal to be able to do that and actually make a profession out of it and sell some books, so... Wow, I'm impressed. Nothing nothing was planned. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> so that would be the nothing. title of the biography for Robert Dean, Nothing Was Planned? Yeah, that's probably a good title, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it definitely wasn't none of it. I mean, the only, well, I mean, the only thing that was planned was me being a, in a band, you know, being a musician. That was somewhat planned.
So, Robert, tell me the story of how you became lead guitarist in Japan. Were you a neighbor of the Bat Boys, who later became David Sylvian and Steve Jansen? No, I, I mean, I'm from, I'm from northeast London, and they're from southeast London, with, with a big river in the middle. There was an ad in Melody Makeup and into, I think it said, into uh, Roxy Music, Bowie and T-Rex, I think that's what it said. So I uh, contacted them, and I think I was the first and only one they auditioned. <laughs> wow, that must have been a heck of an audition. Well, yeah, I mean, we got on well, you know, so that always helped. I mean... There was a lot of common ground there, and I think that that was enough for them at that time. David Sylvian was not shy about his disdain for the first two Japan LPs. What was your take on those albums? Were you satisfied with them? At the time, you, you know, you've got, you've got to realize that at the time, the only thing you can think about is, wow, we're making an album. It's really happening, you know, because that's the first album. So you have all this nervous energy, and you're just putting it out there, you know. You you don't have any grounding in, in what makes a good producer or any of that. It's only in hindsight that you kind of realize that production isn't that good and, you know, we should have done this and we should have done that. I mean, that that's just the way it is, you know. I th- And also, I think, as a musician, when um, if you've recorded several albums, you should never be satisfied with what you've done. He left Japan as a full-time member after their fourth LP, Gentlemen Take Polaroids, and then joined Viva Beat and later Gary Newman's band before heading to Australia and forming the Slow Club. Tell me about the Slow Club. I was asked to do a tour with a band there who the drummer was a flatmate of mine from from, uh, from London for, from a few years previously. And so I, I toured with this band. It was supposed to be a three-month tour, and I ended up staying about 18 months. And during that time, I got music publishing for my, for my song. And then the plan was to create a band around my material and we signed a deal with Virgin Records there and did the album and toured and stuff. It didn't quite, you know, take off, but it was it was it was a good time for me because I was being very, very creative in a personal way. Um, the arrangements were, were mine and uh, yeah, I was, it was it was like my baby really. Um, and it was the first time that I was doing things on my terms. So Robert, after being out of the music industry for 20 years, in 2019, you form a new band called Light of Day with Costa Rican musician Isaac Moraga. How did this band come about? I knew him through a friend. He lives in San Jose, the capital of Costa Rica. I'm, I'm in Monteverde, which is quite a long way from there. But um, we had a mutual friend, and so I knew him. And at, at one point, he asked if I would be interested in 
producing an album for him? And I said yes, without really thinking about it, because I hadn't been involved with music other than, you know, like playing locally. I hadn't been involved with music at that point at all for 18 years, something like that. But I said yes. And then when it got to the eventual time to uh, start the sessions, I kind of said I couldn't do it at that point. <laughs> I was getting cold feet. Okay. I was getting cold feet. But eventually it came to a point where I thought, oh, well, I've got to do this, you know. So we went into the studio and we started working on stuff. And I was playing on it too. And, and it wasn't very long before we realized that it, it wasn't going to be his project. It was going to be our project. Robert, who were some musicians who had a huge impact on your career? There were two bands, really, that, that, that made me decide that music was what I wanted to do. And that was The Beatles and Cream. And to me, they were, they were somewhat connected because, you know, Eric Clapton had, had a connection to The Beatles. And I was a huge Eric Clapton fan, you know, in, in, the, in the mid to late 60s when I, when I really started listening to rock music seriously. To me, it was totally inspirational. I mean, at that time, if you were into guitarists, you were obviously either a Jimi Hendrix fan or an Eric Clapton fan. And I was always an Eric Clapton fan. So I noticed that Light of Day did a cover version of Tomorrow Never Knows, a great Beatles classic. Was that a difficult song to play? Well, actually, I thought, well, the reason I decided that we should try that was because I thought it was easy. Because the, the structure of it is very, very simple. And so I think I think that songs that are that open to interpretation, for me, it, it's much easier to create your own sound within that structure. It wouldn't work with something like Penny Lane or something like that that, that is very, very structured and, and uh, arranged. To me, Tomorrow Never Knows is, is like a mood. And you can play around with that. You can create your own mood within that structure. You can find more information on Robert Dean by following Team Rob Dean on Facebook. For Chirp Radio, I'm Mike Nikolich. Thanks for listening. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find this and more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.